0: Welcome, 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 welcome welcome to the Wolfestone Podcast. And We're back, my friend. How are you? I'm doing all right. Nate, what's going on with you, man? You know what? Living the dream, man. Early Sunday morning, I could either be in bed, but I was motivated (laughs) to get up and do this podcast because- Nice plug. Because we we got stuff to do today. And actually, (laughs) it's actually cool. We are starting a podcast Sunday morning about motivation and- it's ironic because I probably would still be tucked underneath the warm covers of my
1: eyes. I still I woke my, uh, open my eyes. I was like, Oh shit. <sighs> but sleep for a couple more hours, here.
0: <laughs> you know, uh,
1: business man, you gotta, you gotta take yeah, care yeah, of business. Exactly.
0: That's, that's exactly it. And we're here. And I, I, you know, I was telling you precast, it's like, uh, I know. And will we'll talk about a couple of these things. Like, uh, five, the five second rule and stuff like that. But I know how long it takes me to get up and like actually function as a human being. And it literally, unfortunately it's as quickly as I can get the coffee made, but it really is down to how quickly I can get upstairs to make the coffee. Yeah. So I don't know why some days are so much harder than other days, but just get up because you're going to feel like a normal human being in five minutes so just yeah so shake
1: it. the cobwebs out and <clears throat> yeah get the blood flowing head yeah, it's uh i'm excited about the topic today uh i think we got some good yeah. stuff i think i think it's something that in a sense even talking about is going to end up motivating I, us and hopefully some of the listeners i and, hope
0: so i uh, hope so that's it uh, well what's get, uh well, what's it like in denver right now it is cold um it's actually not that cold it's but it's cold enough in this house because For whatever reason, in uh, 1700, when they built these houses, uh, they decided to put single pane windows (laughs) in the, I guess there was a, in uh, the 1700s, when they built these houses, they, it was during a global warming period. And so they only put single pane windows in because the winter times were 70 degrees and then we're having this global cooling process right now. (laughs) Um, and no one's updated their houses, houses since 1700. So it's just freezing cold. So, um, I'm hoping for some global warming. And so anyway, this is the Mod State bullshit podcast. Not Mod State. Life is done. Bullshit podcast. (laughs) Look at this, man. I need to drink more coffee. I'm plugging, I'm plugging, I'm plugging podcasts that, that, uh, that's all right. It's good content either way. Yeah, indeed. Anyway.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm driving back tonight. Uh, so I'm interested to see what the weather's going to be like going across the states. And well, I'm, it's been Tuesday's
0: supposed to be super cold and snow, or maybe Monday. It's, it's been supposed to be super cold. Far worse out east, and it has been here. To be honest, I mean, it's been chilly, but it's reasonable. I mean, it was two weeks ago is when it was in the in the 20s and teens, but I think I have not even looked at the weather. At all. Yeah, it,
1: it looked uh, looked up and down, but I'm excited to get back and yeah, really get some hikes in and stuff like that. And get to get life situated a yeah, little man, bit. Yeah, man, get but... some
0: get some routine back. Uh, I would say bring oh. bring all your warm clothes, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> your your beard's looking uh, it's looking looking frosty, my friend. I, I like trying,
1: it. man, <laughs> I'm trying to let it go. Anxiety always
0: rips it right out of my face, but well, I'm trying to let that thing grow and stay dedicated, motivated to growing the beard out. Yeah, there we go. Well, hey, before <laughs> yeah. we get started, uh, we, we got to do our plugs. Sure. sure. Uh, as always, for those who have continued to listen, we really are super thankful for your support. If you're a new listener, please go back to the first podcast and make your way to this is our seventh podcast. Seventh. week yeah. we've been doing this. That's cool. Almost two months now. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find us on iTunes. And that's kind of the the gold standard there. So if you can go and subscribe, if you do, leave a comment, leave a good star rating so we can move up in the ranks. You can also find us at Podomatic, but at the end of the day, you can find us wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, please, we just got the Facebook uh, group, the Life is Done uh, Facebook group, Life is Done podcast Facebook group. We'd like to get some people in there so we can use it as a way to communicate, a way to... some videos posts be engaged with the listenership so please check it out please find it and there's a i think there's like a three or four minute um horrific introduction introductory (laughs) video that i did in a very satirical way when it was like zero degrees in colorado so check it out thanks for your support and you know we're uh, we're doing the do because uh, we're getting the, the feedback that we we are so we appreciate absolutely. that. absolutely yeah definitely <clears throat> thank you for
1: the feedback and the support and literally just add somebody to the Facebook group right now excellent uh, extra exciting so s- slow burn right yeah but,
0: I think it's uh, a, it should be public right now I believe it, it is yes okay if it if it gets changed to closed. If Actually, I just had to approve it, so maybe maybe we can work on that. But okay. Anyway, find still it. Still go find yeah. it. <laughs> find it if it's you know uh, definitely uh, uh, subscribe or whatever Facebook um, has you do, and and we'll get you in. So, <clears throat> but yeah, right,
1: let's uh, let's hop in, man. Ooh, uh, motivation. I know today
0: we're we're talking about
1: uh, <clears throat> motivation and is it real? Is it fake? What is it? How do you define it? What does it make you do? What does it not make you do? How do we overcome it? Uh, I know we 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 probably got our best content out in the precast. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: that's always the way it goes, man. You you spend fifteen twenty minutes BSing like it's a you know your your uh, Schindler's List, your Titanic, all comes out like your your Oscar winners come out in the precast, and then and then you just sort of like oh yeah, uh, cool, we've got to like do that all over again right but i like hearing everything second time through but it's a motivation's
1: a a really fascinating topic i think for both of us uh i think everybody whether they want to admit it or they acknowledge it yet or not uh is fascinated by the topic because everybody i think has been in a situation where you know sunday night they're already everything starts on monday i'm guilty of that too but you know sunday night you're you're talking yourself up i'm gonna you know, come Monday morning, I'm waking up early. I'm gonna meditate. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna work out before work. I'm gonna go to work. I'm gonna eat a healthy lunch. All these things, and then you wake up Monday morning, you're like, yeah, fuck this. Yeah, yeah I just, I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna lay here for, I'm gonna snooze a little bit more. I'm gonna, uh, I'll just, I'll get up, a, I'll get a muffin on the way into work, or you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, within a, you know, six to eight hour time difference, uh, you've already shit the bed and and now we got to figure out something else. So I'm really excited to talk about this. And I think for me, it's even understanding it better for myself, but you know, what, what does motivation break down to? How do you apply it? How do you can, how do you sustain it? Yeah. I think motivation's easy in the ter- in a short term, you know, but uh, <laughs> motivation is not a sustainable thing. It's, it's gotta be brought on by other, other factors.
0: And I think that's kind of what we're going to look at talking about. Yeah. And- <clears throat> so I think just to break it down nuts and bolts, And it, because you, you do bring up some good illustrations of my life. Hey, (laughs) it is Sunday. um, Just finished my other podcast. I'm going to wake up for sure um, at 630. And I set that alarm every single Monday, Wednesday, Friday. When I, when I work, I work at 930 to nine o'clock at night. So I've got this beautiful, like I can wake up at you know, 730 and get the dogs to the dog park and like, man, and get all this stuff done. I set that alarm even earlier, like 630, 615, like I've got all this time. And man, I will tell you what, I, to this day, have not gotten up and taken the dogs to the (laughs) dog park when they need it the most, right? It's like where, or I'm going to get up and go on a run, like I'm motivated by all these guys that get up at 430 in the morning and they're, they're hacking it out. They're running they're you know you look at all these guys the rock on instagram and twitter uh cameron haynes who's a guy that runs ultra marathons uh that courtney Dull uh dull walter who just won the big bear your, like ultra marathon, ultra marathon uh, by yeah. like a million hours ahead of everybody else <laughs> these guys are up and they're they're hacking it out early they're motivated they've got their eye on the prize and I can't get out from underneath the covers to go on a four-mile run with the dogs before the day starts. And I think <clears throat> there's so many definitions to motivation. And I think it's it's one of those things, like if you could find the hack, the pill – well, maybe that's Adderall. I don't know. But <laughs> a pill that everyone could get over the counter to just give you motivation, you would be a bazillionaire. But, sure. But it really comes down to – and I think – in in my definition, if you were to ask, you know, you ask, what is, what what is motivation? It's just your general willingness to do anything or do something. Yeah. And and endure some kind of discomfort. Sure. And that quote that I told you in precast, it's an, I'm pulling out my like big guns, my blockbusters here, but (laughs) it's, it, it is because it, you know, what is the definition? What is how do you describe it? And it was that Stephen Pressfield had this book. It's called The War of Art. And it really is a cool book. Um, it's sort of like a flip book for adults. It's kind of one liners and stuff like that. But it's it's that was the quote where he said it really is it's the point at which the pain of not doing becomes greater than the pain of doing it. And right. and again, that doesn't teach you to mo- that doesn't teach you to get up early. It there that doesn't teach you motivation. But sometimes, like, why, why do you get up and uh, get to work? You know, well, that's because the pain of losing your job because you're late again um, is probably greater than, you know, just sleeping in. So you have these balances and stuff like that that, that cause you, like, to, that motivate you to go do certain things. But where I think it becomes more difficult is when you do more nuanced things like going on a run. Or eating broccoli instead of I don't know Vienna sausages. <laughs> hey, I, I like they're That's such a different because it's not it's not so survival. Like, dude, I went and got my cholesterol checked. Finally, had my physical. My LDL cholesterol is just a little elevated. Little not 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 like DevCon five. Like it, she just said, hey, I'm not too worried about it. Here's it's a warning a, shot. It's a little high. Uh, you know what I did when I came home? You know, I didn't get the HDL, which in my mind was like, well, I don't have a good ratio. But so like I got home. Like, well, uh, I don't want to like throw this ice cream away because right. I, I might as well take it I, all right I, now so, and start over. Yeah. <clears throat> so all my junk food didn't go into the garbage straight forthwith. It's in my belly (laughs) because, (laughs) because there's, you know, that's, that's what's so insidious about it. It's a number. I feel fine. And, and yet I don't motivate myself to do the things that I set out to do. So how do you, so now it becomes, how do you motivate yourself? How do you, what do you do? Where's that hack that says, dude, just throw the ice cream away. Right. You're, you're going to have. You could die, dude. It's a it's an LDL. Law. I mean, obviously, I'm freaking out for maybe not it, two points, but two points or something like that. Exactly, but right there was no motivation there. There was no. I went to the dentist, and you know, it's like got to floss every single day, man. Like, there's some recession on your gum line. Okay, <laughs> I've done it like twice. Six six weeks later, you're like <laughs> oh, I should probably start flossing again. <sighs> you know, like these are. Right. I mean, this is what's so weird. It's like, these are seemingly in- innocuous things, but anyway, I think, I think like so much
1: of it for me, like it had motivation, it comes down to like, what are the contents of it? You know, obviously what keeps us from going forward? We've talked about this, you know, not all fear is bad, but mm-hmm. uh, generally fear keeps us from doing things, fear of failure, fear of this comfort, uh, fear, you know, the unknown, the, the, the uncertainty, Um, fear of success, I I think is a real thing. I think there's a lot of responsibility that comes with success. Oh, hundred percent. But like, again, how do you, how do you get yourself out of bed? How do you go do those things? You know, like we talked about in fear, like, oh, you should go straight to fear, but what motivates you to do that? Because there is something that's holding you back, whatever the reason it might be. But, um, really what are we trying to do? We're trying to essentially trick our brains into letting us do something, Mm -hmm. Uh, motivation. Motivation to me means that you're looking to start something, you're looking to change something. And with change comes a lot of energy drain. You know, like we, we talked about this pre show too. It's like anytime you want to start something, basic chemistry, we know that the activate the energy it takes to activate something, change, is much higher than it is to maintain it. Mm-hmm. So you want to start working out. It's a lot harder to start working out than it is to keep going. But for whatever reason, we only focus on the oh I, I stopped. Or yeah. it's so hard to keep going. I'm too busy, and then one habit starts into the next. So you miss one day, you miss two days, three days. It goes on, and all of a sudden you're like, I'm three months out, and I haven't done anything.
0: And so then, what
1: is it? It's it's this. To me, it's um, a lot of the stuff that holds you back is that fear. It's the perfectionism. Um, I do this all the time. Where I'm like, I'm not going to do it if I can't be perfect or I can't be the best. Yeah. And like, what what kind of mindset is that when? you know and we talked about this and one of one of the people i haven't read her book yet but uh, i follow a lot of her content and it's it's mel robbins the, the mm-hmm. 54321 rule um you know it's a scientifically backed rule it's the research is is supportive of it it makes sense but you don't even have to understand it it's just something you do now um and her whole story was you know her family had lost a ton of stuff in, in business, and they had you know jeopardized the kids' college funds, and you know the, the home loans, and all this you know whatever you could. They were essentially fucked. <laughs> yeah. And and she just kind of through like TV and stuff. She kind of put a couple things together. She didn't understand the science. It was just something she she did the five you know the five four three two one rule, and she essentially checked, challenged and and um, tricked her brain her mind into allowing her to at least get up out of bed. And like you kind of alluded, alluded to, is like it's, the hardest part is getting out. Yeah. once you're out, you're like, okay, well, now I'm moving. It's it's really just, it's an action thing. And so what what is it that continually gets you going up? So to me, like components of, of motivation include, you know, like obviously the will to want to change. I mean, mm-hmm. You definitely, you know, nothing works unless you want it <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, that's the starter. Uh, but, you know, it's just... Um, I go back to like what questions do you ask yourself? Did I do something that's going to impact the world? Um, if I died today, would I be content with the fact that I, I, you know, I tried things, you know, stuff like that? You can ask yourself questions, but really, it's it's how do you create habits? How habits? How do you make decisions without the brain getting in the way, the mind getting in the way? And that's the whole premise on, in my mind, and my view of it. I don't, again, I haven't read the book yet, but on Mel Robbins' five four, you know, five five second rule is what she yeah. calls it. So. You know, as soon as you open your eyes, you or you go to make a decision. It could be decision with you know your roommates. It could be decision for work, relationship, career, working out, anything like that. Getting out of bed, right? You know, and like it's so easy. We always want to do the easy thing. So when you're creating a habit, you know, like you want to play guitar more often. Where's the guitar sitting in reference to where you generally sit? You know, if you go home and you watch TV every day put the guitar in the middle of the room or put it right next to the seat where you would be sitting almost all the time because you know what you're more likely to do? Pick it up because there's not a whole lot of obstacle to it. It's right there. That's why I leave mm-hmm. books right by my bed. Yeah, doesn't mean I always read them right when I wake up, but at it? least I've put it in a position to be like, you know what? You literally have to extend your arm and open the book. And I mean, for every reason, sometimes it still doesn't happen, but it's one of those things of how do you, they, they say in science that, the five seconds that it takes, it, um, within five seconds, your brain can go from being motivated. You know, your thoughts can go from motivated essentially to protecting you. It's discomfort. It's I'm not going to know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. Um, <clears throat> it's cold. All these things that all of a sudden your mindset goes to we shouldn't do it. Be careful. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then you're hacked. So like really motivation to me is, is – it's not necessarily real or not real. It's more of, like, what are its components? Decision-making, creating habits. And the more you take action, as we've talked about, the more confidence you build, the more excited you get about that discomfort. The discomfort changes the way it looks to you. <clears throat> you know, like, I go back to hiking. Mm-hmm. The hardest part was showing up. I, w- I wasn't fearing a hike. I was fearing not knowing where I'm going, not finding a parking lot, like, not finding a parking space, like, looking dumb. But the reality was, like, once I did it once... All, like I remember that week that I did it. All I wanted to do was go hike. I yeah. couldn't stop searching. I was on the internet. I'm like, I wish I had every morning to just go hike right now because I felt so much confidence and so much freedom. And it really was just um, developing a habit of what do you want to do. So yeah, you know what, motivation runs out. Motivation might be able to get you out of bed for days one through three, but what happens when motivation, which I don't believe to be sustainable, at some point it's going to fall apart. Sure. Like what continues to, to grow you there? Is it motivation or is it components of motivation that maybe motivation helped you develop?
0: Yeah. <clears throat> and that's really – that's I mean that's interesting because bring it, coming back to that idea of the, the pain of not doing becomes greater than the pain of, of doing. And so there's that tipping point and all of a sudden you have motivation to do something. I'm hitting my microphone. I'm sorry. You, you, and maybe that's just not being able to walk or hurting when you get out of bed or in this case – working the extra hours to make the little bit of extra cash or getting up at way earlier than you would on any Sunday morning to do a podcast. Right. There's the pain of not doing becomes great. And so then you're right. Okay, well, what is it? And there's another thing. Um, and I forgot this off, um, <clears throat> online that I really liked because I really like these type of analogies when you look at like physics and stuff like that. But you know, first what's the, the Newton's laws of f- physics, right? They're like, uh, an object that stays in motion, or is put into motion, stays in motion until an, a a force stops it. It's probably not. That's probably a conglomerate of all of Newton's laws of uh, <laughs> physics, but or laws of uh, uh, you know motion and. But once a task has begun, it be it's easier to continue moving it forward. So that's right. the idea. So at some point, you you, <clears throat> like I think working out is probably the best analogy you could you could come up with, right? It's, it sucks if you haven't been doing it for a while but you know you have to make a change so at some point you're like I have to get up this is the only time I'll be able to work out if I don't I'm not going to and I need to because I'm overweight or I, I hurt when I get up or I'm not breathing right like I need to get up and do something for me right. it's my mental health I have to get up and do this um, so when you um, at some point three or four days down the road when I'm sore and it's cold outside or on the other end of that it's i'm just pumped to get up maybe it's four or five weeks down the road i'm increasing my mileage on my runs and i'm like i gotta get out like i can't wait to get out and do this like at some point it just becomes easier it's it's a habit right and so um i think it's probably a perfect time to plug the other uh and definitely i i have would love people to listen to this because i'm going to read his book but dan lewis or dan harris rather from good morning america just wrote another uh book about uh meditation and he was talking on a podcast it was on the joe rogan podcast about putting himself in they were talking about stressful environments And because a lot of the time we need to find motivation to do something that's stressful and that could be getting up and going running outside when you're laying in bed under three covers and it's warm like you're you're you're, like why wouldn't your mind say no no don't don't get up you're okay stay there (laughs) don't like you need you need another hour of sleep because you haven't got your full seven and a half hours what are you doing and so but what what they were alluding to is by putting yourself into stressful situations and and this is difficult like for example going to the let's say you want to go to do crossfit for the first time you you never really been you don't have anybody to go with and you show up at this place everyone looks buff and fit and everyone's doing what they know to do at crossfit and you're just walking around running into walls and just looking like an idiot like that is hard to do that that is is a hard thing to do and whether that's go to the gym or whatever. <clears throat> At some point, the, the stressful situations that you put yourself in that aren't life threatening will give you a cumulative experience to be able to handle the stressful things in life and can show you what you can do. That's the biggest thing. I've run a couple marathons. I know I can run a marathon. If I hadn't done it, if I hadn't put myself in that stressful situation, I would never know how far I can push myself, how far, what I can actually do, and so I can pull from that experience when I'm not when I'm not willing to do something, when I'm not motivated to do something, and I can say, "Look what you did! You you know you can do that. Why not take it one step further? Get up and go do that." And that's, you know, I could be, but it's the whole point of of getting in that momentum and moving forward. And it does become easier to do those things, but it, the whole, you know, that's coming back to the five second rule. <clears throat> well, how do we get ourselves there? And how do we, um, overcome whatever cognitive dissonance we have going on in our head? That's saying, get up and do it. Don't get up and do it. You need to go run. You need eight hours of sleep. Like these, right. this, this, you know, and then you're fighting. And so what do you do when that, that those two competing ideologies meet in your brain? Like how do you move forward from that? And I think that's the motivation. That's the, um, well it's, it's like what you just kind of, the two worlds colliding there is,
1: is a lot essentially just allowing too much thought, sure. right? So how to, to me, like how do you win with motivation? Whether you think motivation is real or not, uh, the process of it I think is real, you know, creating habit, taking, you know, being courageous to attempt something new, but uh it when you have too much thought you're now your mind's starting to win it's going to protect you that's its natural natural thing we mm-hmm. know like metacognition is, is like basically the the trickery of the brain you know like uh how do we get to our goals Well, sometimes you have to trick yourself into stuff you know like you have to support it through a lie um the brain doesn't know real from you know from fake it just yeah. it, like it just <laughs> hears it that's why like uh, Self talk is so important. It doesn't know if you're faking that you're positive or that you're you're being real when you're depressed type thing. Uh, we just believe the things we want to believe. But the more you flood positivity, the chances are the less depressed you're going to be type thing. Exactly. So, like, how do you hack your brain into these things? Um, we know that in research, like, it's like forty or something. I think it's forty percent of your day is set on autopilot. So, just think about that. Like, almost almost half of your day, you're not even conscious of what's going on. Think about driving. I mean, what do you think about when you drive? Are you thinking about the cars around you? No, that's just, like, something that's built in. We create yeah. this habit. Um, so, like, when you're on autopilot, how do you how do you change it to be, like, more conscious? How do you make it more uh, intentional, uh, I suppose? And, and like, those, those things are easy. Those old habits are easy. Um, the basal ganglia in the brain is something that keeps us close to that. Uh, the basal ganglia wants you to feel comfort and all those things, um, but really, like you know, the, now we're getting to like more brain anatomy yeah. and function. But when you take these things, when you eliminate the thought process, and uh, I guess when you have a level of motivation that allows you to can move forward to take on whatever the obstacle might be, or just executing something it doesn't have to be an mm-hmm. obstacle. It could just be executing. Um, you know, you you want to go for a walk. Well, you walk all day but you want to add extra steps in what's holding you back from walking, right? So now we have to get that mindset of getting away from comfort, getting away from the easy stuff and moving forward into action. And action is going to stimulate, you know, everything in the prefrontal cortex. So now you're looking at like your attention, you're looking at uh, your your behaviors, your executive functioning, your decision-making, emotions. Um, and when you start activating that, the more action you take, you've developed more habit uh, you've taken on you've grown confidence self-confidence because you know for me hiking I was fearful of a few things with hiking but the first time I did it I knocked down these barriers of, of fear that were holding me back prior and now now it's more of like an excitement I'm, I, I understand that even though I might feel some anxiety some um, hesitation really what you're trying to do is avoid that hesitation and that's what Mel Robbins suggests with the five second rule is that Within those five seconds, you no longer give yourself a chance to hesitate. Mm-hmm. And hesitated decision making is generally overthought decision making, yeah. which is generally terrible. <clears> you know, like it's it's an intuitive thing. You know, like what does your gut say? Go with it. But all those things that taking the action of creating the habits, finding courage to overcome some kind of fear of whatever's holding you back, uh, that again goes off uh was our last episode when we we're talking about internal locus of control. Yeah. The people that find the most happiness are generally the ones that take responsibility. They have that internal control. They've learned that even though they're fearful of something or something seems hard, the reward um, is just endless. It builds your confidence. It opens your eyes to a new perspective. It encourages you. It also now starts developing actual habit. Like, habit is huge. Yeah. And like we are just talking about this. I'm excited to come back, not because I don't want to be here in Michigan, but because I need to get into a routine and right now my routine is going to be taking place in Colorado, you know, so get back to what can, I've been on a fucking party for almost a month now. And you like in the last week, my anxiety is like, what the hell dude? Yeah. Like you got, I started finally reading again, you know, I had this big intention of reading all Christmas break. I just started reading this week. You know, I've been off for about a month in the last week I started reading. Like that's, it's time to get back to those habits and how you develop whether it's you know you want to get your food together um, how do you do these things it's, it's really a matter of how do you make a this quick decision of intuition and things that you're not going to regret you know like the fear of um, not doing something well that's just fear of regret too yeah like you know you hear, you hear these stories about people die when they're you know 90 years old and like oh what were their last dying breaths or what were their last words and like I just I regret not doing more <laughs> yeah but that person doesn't have any reason to lie to you. Now they're dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, So it's one of those things of like how do you create this environment for self uh, to live in and how do you maneuver, maneuver it? The science suggests that coming from that basal ganglia, if you don't allow the mind to really play and hold you back, then you, you activate different parts of your brain that really encourage you to they, – they help um, – work with what we call motivation mm-hmm. um, so again regardless of what you feel is right or wrong about motivation the components of it are definitely real so motivation to me is just like a, a word that encompasses this whole world oh yeah and that's I'm... fine you know so like it's not a right or wrong thing in my mind <clears> it's just a matter of like what is your viewpoint on it and how do you use it and how do you keep it going my my opinion is that motivation runs out but that's what motivation might be one component of getting you going but uh, this the feedback, the positive feedback you get from going hiking and learning that there's really nothing to fear. The worst thing that yeah. happens is, you know, aside from tra- tragedy, is that you don't find a parking spot and there's nowhere to park, you come home. Yeah. Okay. But you still could find positive <clears throat> in the action you took. You got up, um, you took control of your day. You did do something you wanted to do. You, you were right there. You know, it's, it's a, a very, foundational motivation to me is like building a foundation whatever you want to be motivated to do how do you build the the four walls that go into the ground you know you build a house build the basement first so what what components of motivation uh, create that sturdy foundation and it's not that you'll never come back to said foundation you talk about working out you fall off for a couple of months well what do you do? It's not necessarily you have to recreate the foundation it's that you got to go plug the holes in. And sometimes that's more takes more motivation or discipline, whatever it might be, to go back and fix that rather than build mm-hmm. a new one. So frame it differently. But motivation to me is is more of a component thing, of you know, how do we get from A to B, and if we go back to A, how do we
0: rearrange our mindset to can you continue to try? Sure. And I mean, we we all have different motivations, right? We all have different, you know, how we get to from point A to point B might be different uh, for you or as for me. Like, let's say we're doing the same exact thing. Let's say you and I are like we're going to do a trail run in February, so we need to start. No, we're up. not. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, but let's pretend hypothetically that we were going right, to. Fair enough. You know, your motivations <laughs> to get up in the morning might be different from mine, and so I think when when you talk about components. It's like what um, to the point of from from the basal ganglia, ganglia to to what's it prefrontal cortex um, yeah. the the cognitive dissonance that goes on there between the two that fight with one another. I tried the five four three two one um, a couple mornings, and I will tell you what the concept was there, the action was there, but for whatever reason, that like prefrontal cortex was like, nah. Like, yeah, it's and, and, and it sucks because the question then I have to ask myself is, why didn't you get up? Like, why didn't you get up? You obviously didn't get up because what you were going to do was less important than what you thought that sleep – the sleep was more important, to stay warm, to have that extra – you know, 15 minutes, uh, laying in bed with Sarah and the dogs and getting the morning ready. Like that was obviously more important. And if I can rationalize that, that's more important, that little bit of time together that, you know, playing with the pups before going to work. If I can, if I can rationalize that, that's more important than getting up and I don't know, going in the garage and doing 10 deadlifts before I got ready, then that's fine. Right. It, but right. <clears throat> I think, uh, it, it, I have to be careful with that because then I can rationalize the behavior of sure. just laying in bed for an extra 45 minutes when I should have absolutely used that time to go do something productive. And so, so you have that, that piece right there, that cognitive dissonance, and then you have the action that you want to do. So let's say it's uh this, this hypothetical trail run that we're going to do in Colorado Springs in February or March um, or podcasting once a week or all these things that don't, I, I, it matters, but it's not like life and death. Well, it's, it's feedback,
1: yeah. right? So like, I mean, it, it definitely affects where your mindset is. So like we, when I talk about, um, activation of, uh, of energy or, um, you know, not to be all chemical and anatomical today, but like Activation energy is, is again, just the the amount of energy it takes to start something. So to get up out of bed is more difficult than to remain lying there uh, where you think you are content. But the reality is you're going to probably – and it's not to say that what you do sometimes is wrong. But it's how do you develop the overwhelming habit and the principle of momentum, Mm -hmm. right? So principle momentum is essentially the same thing as that activation energy where it's you just got to get the ball rolling. And once you get the ball rolling, usually – it takes care of itself, but then um, you look at progress and how do you build progress and and that is just doing executing small things every single day. You know like <clears throat> when you talk about acts of courage. It doesn't mean you have to go climb Mount Everest tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It means that you need to get up today. And tomorrow will be a little bit easier to get up because you felt that you reap the benefits subconsciously or consciously from the day before. So Monday morning, I wake up early. I feel good. You know what? Yeah, Tuesday, I'm probably going to feel a little bit tired. But I remember how good I felt throughout the rest of Monday and I, how productive I felt. I got all these things done. I felt like I learned. Uh, it, the progress is really what keeps the happiness to me um, because I think as humans, we most of us at least crave that structure because that's our way of control. Yeah right? So structure in my mind equals control. And the more control I have of my life, the more simple everything becomes, you know, decision-making becomes easier. The courage is easier. You face things easier, but now you're looking at how, how do you, how do you progress? And if you continually just do one thing, so it doesn't have to be monumental things. It could be, you know, three days a week, I have one cup of broccoli at one different meal, you know, and like It's not, you know, you're not overwhelmed by super big change. Sometimes that helps, you know, like moving across the country, huge change, massive change. But like, what did you do throughout this process to make sure that that change stuck? Um, You know, for me, like, you know, we've talked about my schooling might change and my location might change. But as shitty as that can feel at times, as much anxiety as that can give... When you look back and reflect, even if it's day-to-day, it's hour-to-hour, I think that reflection is crucial, mm-hmm. and it's something I need to do a better job of. But what way do you spin your progress? Because you can, yeah, you know what? Sometimes on a Wednesday morning you do need to spend an extra half hour in bed just chilling. I need this. I need the r and I need the love. I just need to chill out for a second. There's nothing wrong with that. But what habit, what habit have you created? And so when you reflect, you know, you take that extra half hour you also know that it's going to be harder to either get everything else done or setting a tone for the you know acknowledging that some things might get pushed back i might not be able to do them now yeah um i'm i'm a <clears throat> terrible manager of my own time i'm i'm terrible i've brought it up before like even in college when uh when we're playing hockey as soon as the season would end it'd be like i can write that paper tomorrow and then all of a sudden it's like three hours before the papers due and i'm like I didn't yep. start like I have no clue what's going on. So it's it's this positive feedback loop mixed with that progress of like, what did you do? What did you reflect on? How did you take care of this? And productivity generally just breeds that confidence of I exactly. can do anything. I can accomplish these things. The fear subsides a little, at least a little bit.
0: And, you know, it's that classic an object in motion stays in motion. Yeah, it's the it is the momentum. And I think that's the, <clears throat> the point, like where at what point um, when you break through that cognitive dissonance in your head? that ego, the basal ganglion, or the prefrontal cortex. Like at some point you do, you go five, okay, five, four, three, two, one, and I'm up out of bed. Now now you're up out of bed, right? And so now we've got to do this every other day or every day, however however you want to create a routine for yourself, right? And so it's like, okay, then what, what do we do? At some point motivation is going to run out. And I'll be honest with you, Um, there's a few things in my life that, um, are truly like habitual in the sense of I podcast probably four times a week. That's just something I do. It's, it's, I, it's a job. It's fun. I mean, I don't say it's a job, but it's, it's part of what I do. Um, but then there's the other things like the working out where it's, that is something that I need to do, but how do I fit it in and manage time? Right. And, I find that my <clears> – <throat> I'm always looking for the motivation because my motivation does run out and that sort of fear sinks in where I'm like I am not going to be – because I always know where I was. I always know that I, I could deadlift this this much. I always know that I can you know run this far and when I lose that, there's a fear that sort of motivates me. And I don't necessarily sure. want to – I don't want fear to run my motivation and so I try to find these little hacks – to, to motivate me to continue something or do anything. It could be anything. It could be playing the guitar. It could be learning Spanish slowly, um, or just, well, it's, it's developing
1: habit, right? I mean, like, how do you replace a negative behavior? What we view as negative behavior. Okay. So in this situation, you're looking at, at not doing as negative so, what is it that makes you get in, uh, into a more positive feedback? Mm. You know, like we bring up working out. Like, there's been times where you and I are in the gym and, like, you're in the middle of a workout and you're like, fuck this. Yes. And, like, my, my asshole comes mm. out and, I'm like, no, dude, do it. Yes. And, and damn, I know damn well to my core that if you did that to me on the inside, I'd be like, fuck you, Nate. You're, you're, but just get the fuck out of here. But it's necessary because I know that, it, well, at least for me and you, uh, it, it, I know that our relationship is like, I know as soon as you quit that and you walk inside, you're going to be like, God, fuck, I yeah. should have, like, why did, I, why did I not just do the extra 50 reps or, you know, it, whatever it might have been? Yes. But, like, the other side of the co- side of that coin is, okay, so you want to lay in bed for a half hour longer today. That's fine. But also know that, like, you have other things that you would like to do and you need to do or you feel you need to do and working out is one of them. But why do you have to have a two-hour, three-hour workout when your time is so crunched, like, Frame it to your mind that say, like, I got it done. It could have been a 10-minute workout. I got moving. Mm -hmm. And so that that is still progress. Was it everything you want to do? Sure. For me, those situations are really hard because I operate out of a lot of fear. You know, I go Mm, into the gym. So do I. I I love the gym. I think it's therapeutic for me. Sometimes I go in there and I just sit. You know, I don't even have to work out. Uh, Generally working out is more beneficial. But sometimes, you know, it's kind of like laying in bed. I just want to sit there in solitude for a second. But even then, I walk away thinking, why the fuck didn't you do anything? Mm-hmm. But it, my my biggest issue in that it, uh, circumstance is more of like a, it's a fear of missing out. It's a fear of not doing enough. You know, that's why I can't program my own stuff. I, I'll be in there for 17 hours, and I still won't accomplish what I wanted to because I'm, you know, it's like uh, perfection. It's got to be all done right now. But the rule of habit, did you stay moving? So even when you don't have a lot of time to do something, do 50 squats real quick change change the way you view it uh just get blood moving loosen up the muscles a little bit whatever it is it's still a habit of importance it's Mm if you you created some confidence of saying you know what i even though i didn't have a ton of time i still felt productive and i created i continued to create this habit so yeah you know what like it might be stupid but like you know you're cooking dinner you're time crunched what are you doing when stuff's cooking do a couple lunges do a couple push-ups you know like uh Every time that you open the refrigerator, yep, you got to do five push-ups and ten squats. Like, yeah, these things, you know, that if that your time is really that crunch, well, how long does that take you? Five push-ups and ten squats, like, you might end up getting four or five sets out of that. That's still more volume than nothing. You've changed your mindset. You've changed your brain chemistry. You've changed your physiology of your body, and now you've also subconsciously, in a psychological world, you've created habit. You've um, built confidence for yourself, and and there's just this positive feedback. Yeah. So. That's, I'm so excited to read the five second rule uh, by Mel Robbins because I, I don't fully understand the execution of it. I got to imagine that, you know, like you say, like, oh, I tried it, you know, I've done it and I, it hasn't worked. But I think that what happened in those situations is I didn't wake up and go immediately to five second rule. Mm-hmm. I sat there and thought, Ah, I can lay here for five minutes. And then like five minutes later, I'm like, all yeah. right, time to get up five, and four, three, two, one. You're like, you've already <clears throat> built in the thought process to yes. protect you from
0: doing anything. And that's exactly what, because I, I did it in a, it was really in, in vain. Like I was like, Oh, I woke up, looked at the ceiling. Like, I guess I had oh, to I'll do this five, all right, five, four, three. And I was already done. Like I already hit the yeah. snooze button. I did I already hit the snooze button. If I hit the snooze button before the, like, my My ultimate motivator, as of right now, and this is sad, obviously it's work and and the alarm clock, but it's the dog getting up in my face, going, <laughs> "Dude, I'm going to take a dump on this carpet if you don't get up and go upstairs and open up this door." And so I, I go, but I do I would like to apply the five four three, two one um, you know, it, it's interesting what you do. And how you start, there's this huge talk. It comes out of the special operations community, uh, especially post when a lot of people are getting out. There's a lot of these companies that are being set up. And these guys are, you know, um, wake up at 430, like get up, all these practical applications to to make You're your life You're referring to better. Jocko Wildneck? So there's, Jocko's one of them. There's, I mean, there's, <clears throat> there's, a, there's a few of these guys. And in a way, I have to work through the, I have to work through the, God, these guys are, these guys are douches. But their 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 practical application for what they're what they're saying is is absolutely true, and it's it's creating that foundation. And I I probably hate it because I want to be that like I want that mentality to get up at 4:30 in the morning and hit it. But if you think about it, like, there's a couple things I do, and I'm just passing them on, along because they help me. And it, it when it comes to motivation and when it comes to um, habit and being habitual about something. And obviously that, that I I use working out because I think you and I, um, really relate on that. And I think other people too, I think working out is just fundamentally one of those things that people wish they were better at, or they know they should do, Sure, but it becomes difficult to go after work or to go between work or, but there's that foundation that's laid. And I know that if I g- get to a six o'clock CrossFit down the road, um, that, that just, compl- and it, it doesn't have to be working out. It can be getting up and reading. It can be getting up and going on a walk with the dogs. It can be getting up and making breakfast and getting your lunch together. That's going to be a healthy lunch. And that the basic things. That lays the foundation for the rest of the day. I always go back and think about, hey, you got up and you made that breakfast. You made that good breakfast. You had a glass of water, a piece of fruit, and some eggs. Or, hey, you got up and hit that workout, and now your day is, is predicated. I mean, it's already set up based on those good things that you did in the morning. Why would you want to screw that up? I mean, right. I find myself you know, stopping and going, I don't want that ice cream Snickers bar from from 711 when I go get coffee because I just worked so hard this morning. I already set the foundation, but if I get up, I don't have breakfast, I slam a cup of coffee, I'm out the door, I'm 5 minutes behind, and I get to work and there's donuts on the counter and the day's crazy. I'm going to make a series of poor decisions. All day, And the chances of me getting home and feeling good enough about myself to get out in the garage and do some clean and jerks is very low versus right. setting up. Because then I'm in I'm a place – I'm in a deficit. I'm in a place of fear. I'm like I made poor decisions all day and now I'm doing this workout because I'm making up for the poor decisions that I made and that workout will never be good enough. Right. It will never be good enough. So I do that and just – I think that's something that I wanted to do for 2018 was to make these – good decision moves in the morning and 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 lay the foundation for the day and get that momentum going the other thing I like to do and I think this is more maybe there's some uh, neuroses here with this but it's it's simple things throughout the day and I I didn't learn I didn't do this like someone someone did this and I really liked it and I've applied it and that is literally taking a piece of paper um, at the beginning of the day Uh, When I get to work or when I wake up, fold that paper in half or, you know, your planner and literally make a list of everything you want to accomplish for the day. I mean, everything, breakfast, walk the dogs, check emails, uh, eat lunch, take a 30 minute nap. Like just write, read a book for 10 minutes, write for 20 minutes, literally make a huge list of things that you want to do. And I, for me, I just start crossing that stuff off. I literally like physically X through it with my pen. And that just gives me that it's almost like a dopamine. when we talk about the, the brain and the, the structures and the things that make up the brain and how we think, I mean, we're getting back to, to neurotransmitters and dopamine. When you actually accomplish something, when you cross that off, there's that dopamine hit that I've done something. There's a feedback. There's a feedback. There's absolutely a feedback. And even the, God, dude, I went to this CrossFit gym the other morning because I wanted to check it out, and I've, I'm resigned to the fact that this is just the way I'm going to be, and I have to work through this. But I suck at working out by myself. It, not, it's tough. Not so much the <clears throat> the you know bench press, the squat, a lot of the um, movements that don't require a great expenditure of aerobic. Um, sure, but the the quick twenty minutes. Get out there, work out of the day, CrossFit-style aerobic-anaerobic workout that's like 10 rounds of something ridiculous. Those are the best for me because they fit time schedule, but they suck. And especially when you're by yourself. And I cheat cheat myself. I don't work as hard. And, I mean, it it sucks. So I went over to this CrossFit gym. Showed up, uh and it was, like, it was just this monster, like, chipper workout, like, 20 minutes, four <sighs> Which rounds. Which are always and, fun. Like, oh, God. I left my – I left the three hard-boiled eggs that I had before getting over there on the pavement on Colfax Avenue on the third <laughs> round. <clears throat> like, gone. Like, lactic acid buildup was so bad that I just turned around after the 400-meter run and was just like, yep here we go everywhere. But you know what? I got back. The coach of the gym was there and she's like, I just laid down on the ground to do my push-ups, and I'm like gasping for air. Everything is just hurting. I can, I'm getting that headache, that workout headache. And she goes, all right, push through it. Get going. Like you did in that gym, the one in the gym, the one day where I had to do just a, a stupid amount of thrusters and I just sat down. I'm like, fuck this. Like, this is stupid. This is ridiculous. And you're like, you should finish those. Get up. Finish those. And I was like, damn it. I don't know what damn. it was. but <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sitting there milking my work <laughs> <laughs> But But I just find that it's like there is something to be said about putting myself in situations. I think that's the point. Like, putting myself in situations that are going to motivate me. That are, like, knowing my limitations. And And when I'm trying to get to a certain point with working out – I By understanding my limitations, it it helps me put myself in situations that are going to motivate me to do what I need to do. And that is finding out that, look, you really benefit from working out with other people. Like If you want this to be successful, you have to do X, Y, and Z in order to be successful. And then sure. maybe when you get the momentum, we can explore some other things. But how do you get started? Like, I have to go do this. I really... Or I need to switch it up completely, and I need to run. I need to just pick a date for a trail run, and I need to – that's what you need to do now because then you can just get up, put your shoes on, and run. And so it's just changing, right? It's changing the environment. It's changing your attitude. Well, you're changing perspective, really. perspective, exactly.
1: Uh, You know, like what is the old old cliché of like – the only bad workout is the workout you never did. Sure, exactly. You know, so like it, to me, like all that stuff is, is, is again, components of what motivation really are. It's habits, it's courageous, it's uh, building a pride. Like what is what is pride? It, uh you know, again, a loaded question again. Like everybody's got a different definition of what success is, what pride looks like, what courage is. But like real pride in yourself uh, is really just in, 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 a, in a sense of flood of Pers- like your own confidence and success meshing together mm-hmm. and now you're proud because of so many reasons like i did something i yeah. i overcame some kind of block i won't even call it a fear just some kind of a uh, barrier that was for every reason up um but like real pride in yourself is more of like a confidence and success thing you felt in control you felt like you made a change it wasn't as bad as you thought and now you're looking at like the the you know becoming a creature of habit uh, enjoying action mm-hmm. you know enjoying progress you know like that's you know they always say like well the destination is not like really a real thing it should be in the process and you know your progress itself should be what you're really focused on and if you don't enjoy that then you're in the wrong situation you know like uh, playing playing really mediocre college hockey even then there were times where i'm like dude i don't want to put my equipment on like i'm beat up i'm tired it's the middle of winter on the west uh, side of michigan like you know there's 14,000 feet of snow on the ground the wind's blowing and i gotta go out to an ice rink and get my ass kicked for an hour and a half Mm -hmm. and then i'm and then it's one o'clock in the morning i get home and i gotta wake up the next morning go to class get ready for you know two games on the weekend all these things of like but you know what i always felt good as soon as practice was over, as soon as I got moving in practice, generally it just the blood flow, mm-hmm. the endorphins. Aside from the physiological response, just the fact that I took pride in you know saying, you know what, I did something that I wasn't necessarily comfortable doing. I wasn't motivated to do. I built some things from there. I built some confidence in myself to say that I can execute even when I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, those things are those are things that are important, you know. And like you're looking at flexibility in mindset, in execution, and flexibility to gain control over your life you know how do you gain control we've talked about this like little tiny things you don't your first step doesn't have to be again climbing Mount Everest you don't have to be doing these things that are so monumental little processes that that you can continually build on you know that um, I feel like I'm just a whole lot of cliches right now but like you know one step for two and, and just building on top of each one makes a huge difference mm-hmm. over a year span, a three month span, whatever it might be. Um, do you, do you find, like, Oh, sorry to, sorry to interrupt. No, you're good.
0: You're good. Do do you think, um, because I find myself doing this, um, because you talk about Mount Everest and I've, I tend to do this and I think you've, you've talked about this as well. <clears throat> if you aren't going to climb mount everest then what's the point or so for example i could go out and i could set two bars up outside in the garage one at 135 and one at 225. get out hit five deadlifts at 135 loosen up spend five minutes kind of stretching out do some air squats and then do three sets of 10 225 deadlift come back in the house and it was 15 minute round trip little workout and now i got the blood flowing All right but for whatever reason in my head it's like um what's the, what's the point sort of like that's nothing what's and and you just get in your own head about what is worth it and what is not worth it or if you're not going to climb mount everest and you're not going to do this massive workout then who cares man like i get that way Oh, I think I think everybody <clears throat> does. And
1: I think I I'm I i do not know that I have a real solid answer on what my belief is on it, but I have to imagine that, you know, I'm I'm thinking of a particular a few particular situations and a lot of them do come with the gym, a lot of it comes with nutrition, eating properly, mm. what's easy. Yeah. You know what's easy? Sitting in bed for 10 20 extra minutes. That's really fucking easy. But when's the last time you grew from ease? When's the last time that you felt accomplished with ease? Like I look back and I'm like yeah I failed this really hard thing, but for some reason I'm glued to wanting to overcome that difficult obstacle. whereas I did twenty easy things, and I look back and I'm like yeah that didn't that didn't really fuel me. but the reality is all those little things I need to change that mindset of of saying that yeah okay, although those are easy, they're still accomplished. Mm-hmm. and then from there, you're like, you know what you've got all these other things done. Enjoy the challenge of the new thing. Grow yourself. But I think that we get caught up in making things way too big. You know, okay. You again, you have twenty minutes to spare, and you haven't gotten to work out today. It's very easy to say, like, "Well, what's twenty minutes going to do?" Okay, but what happens if tomorrow you don't get to work out at all? Mm-hmm. What if the next day you you have to take a work trip and you're gone for a week, and the hotel gym doesn't, you know, they don't have a hotel gym, and uh, your days are long. You know, you might now you're you're you have to, if you want to keep up with something, you have to enjoy five minutes of movement. So it could be go out there, stretch out for five minutes, and then do a five-minute quick deadlift and squat or push-up, you know, whatever it might be. But you've moved, and you've continued to do something that was challenging in the sense of it wasn't actually something you had to figure out. It's something you had to wrap your mind around and saying like, Something is better than nothing because what I'm trying to do is grow a big picture. Mm-hmm. I'm not living in big picture. I need to be living in these very, very tiny um, steps of, okay, five minute workout today, I got, a, I got an hour to spare tomorrow. The next day I, have, I get to run for a 5k or something, you know, I got a 20 minute run. All these things over a year, change your life
0: yeah they change your
1: life they change your mindset they change your you know your body composition they change the way you see challenge they see the they change the way you
0: do or do not hold yourself back from just executing things you want to execute and i think there's something there's something important to add into this too because we're talking about changing your mindset like looking at the accomplishments and the small things you do versus the, the mount everest right because we will ultimately have smaller more smaller little things that we'll accomplish than the Mount Everest's. We don't. The Mount Everest to me are the culmination of all the running I've done to run a twenty six two, right, or a marathon, right. or the <clears throat> executing a CrossFit open workout, or you know, you name it. We're gonna do less Mount Everest than we're gonna do the little things. Sure. So what do we do to accomplish those little things? What do we do? What? And you you brought it up earlier in the podcast. If you want to learn the guitar, put the damn guitar. In the TV room where you watch TV. And make everything it, as it, easy as possible as easy for you to as do. As easy as possible. When I am going to go and do a workout in the morning and it's going to suck. It's a 6 a.m. workout, which I very rarely do. Let's be very clear about this. <laughs> all of my workout stuff is laid out on the floor. So all I have to do is turn on a bed and I make sure that the heater is on in the room so that when I wake up, I'm not complaining about the cold. So I just set this like the environment so that is it is easy as possible and seamlessly – a a seamless transition between getting up out of bed into those clothes. And then once I'm ready to go, then everything else can start sucking. Um, I think about this too with with the reading, like get rid of Netflix, just get rid of it because it's going to be a lot easier to log into Netflix and watch chasing monsters. It's an awesome fishing show. Um, (laughs) Then reading my book that I've been trying to get through for the last three months, because it's, I have to get through it, but it's just like, set the environment it's what's easy what is easy how do i right. make like, it as I, easy as possible i
1: was singing about this last night i was I'm, um, you know it's two o'clock in the morning i'm sitting there in bed watching netflix and uh, watching parks and rec for god probably the 13th time 13th. now you know all that for a show that i didn't like the first time i started watching it um but you know like that was easy now it's not to say that you should never do these things like you know, taking time to yourself to do other things you enjoy, to slow down, to regroup sure. is really important. But, like, I could have been reading a book, and, then like, that's kind of, you know, motivation right on the heels of probably right now is when everybody's starting to. I haven't even really started my New Year's resolutions, but I, it, right now is probably that special area where almost everybody's starting to really fall off. The mm-hmm. motivation's done. Ch- Life happens. Bringing about, bringing about change is a really difficult thing right? It's that activation energy thing again. It's really difficult to do, easy to sustain, but again, motivation is not something that's going to carry you all the way through it. It might help you get going, the momentum of going, it's inspiring and blah, blah, blah. That's great. But how you do these little things, and I know for me, it's like that needs to probably be a new goal of really pay attention consciously to where your mind is. Are you constantly thinking about um, what is your why for doing something? Why why am I in the gym today? If I'm in the gym today because I feel like I have to be, probably not. Like some days you're going to have to just get through it. It's going to become a job. It's like playing hockey. It mm-hmm. just was something that I loved hockey more than I didn't love. You know, than the feeling of being yeah. comfortable, of not wanting to sit in bed, like all these things. Yeah, the pain of not doing like, is <clears throat> right. Yeah. So it's it's how do you how do you find the time to or the way to focus on these tiny little habits? It doesn't have to be perfect. Perfection perfectionism is 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 a total handicap. It's paralyzing. But like, how do you develop something huge ten years from now if you're not going to do anything today? You know, like, um, what are you doing with? There, there's, there's to me like those questions. A lot of times can help me make my movement when motivation is lacking, Mm -hmm. or I'm making excuses, or I've missed my opportunity for the five-second rule. You know, or I've sat there for four hours already, and I'm like, oh shit, what, what am I gonna do? I need some more. But to make a shift happen, I think that we have to have that paradigm shift in the mentality. It's not that you ever lose sight of these big goals, but what are the stepping stones? Like motivation to me is the goal right it, it, it's in a in a parallel sure, I mean, sense to me yeah. it's this big ass goal but what are the components to get you to keep your motivation to keep succeeding to find your confidence to grow to challenge to find out what you really like to find out what you're made of um to find success and happiness and like though, to me those things are just small things executed i know in hockey our coach used to praise uh, energy and execution attack it with energy execute a fundamental really well, well what are the fundamentals wake up Get out of bed, have a cup of coffee, eat your breakfast, work out. It's, it's the list. Mm-hmm. You know, the executing a fundamental is whatever the fundamental you just made. And that fundamental will eventually, you know, get you up to the big league, so to speak. I have talked to people that have played very little in the you know, I had a professor in, in college that he I don't know, he maybe played a game or two in the NHL, but he had a really good minor league career and, you know, he always said he's like, the game of hockey is is a difficult game, but it gets easier. It's just these guys in the NHL, obviously they do things extraordinarily well. But what do they do really, really well? Fundamentals. fundamentals. They skate, mm-hmm. they shoot, they pass really fucking well. They over and above what anybody else in the world does. And like they always work on it. They always come back to the fundamentals because you can't pull off this trick if you can't stick-handle the puck. You can't turn change direction if you can't skate forward. You know these things are overlooked by us because and I I think that some of the reason is because we live in the world we live in right now where sure. I can log on to Instagram and I just see people that are jacked and ripped out of their yeah. minds and you know but like what did I not see the struggle I didn't know they had an eating disorder before I didn't know that they had to change their lives to get there I don't know that they're 20 years into this you know experience for them so all I see is kind of like the CrossFit thing you walk into a gym and you see people doing muscle ups and you know 225 snatches well, but where did they start yeah. at some point that, that was a baby exactly you know, like you know like we're like well they were just really good at this fine but somewhere in their youth they developed some kind of skill whether mental or physical or both but they developed this and now they're motivated mm-hmm. by habit decision making now uh, part of the time i think it is fear of missing out or fear of failing which i think can be spun into a way of saying like this is good it can i need be, to yes. some days like going to hockey practice I don't want to be here today, but the fear of not being in the lineup, the fear of not being better, the fear of getting beat on Friday and Saturday night was bigger. It was more motivating than the fear of saying I'd rather just stay in bed, or you know whatever. You know my
0: fear of staying in bed, but the comfort yeah. of staying in bed. I mean that's, bed. that's that's why. It's these why, tiny yeah. things that develop you. That's why I do a lot of the. I, unfortunately, I'd like to flip it, you know, into that reward system where it's. You are just, it's the accomplishment of the 225 snatch or it's like, I have to do this. Like I've set this baseline. This is my reward system as opposed to the, when I'm not working out, the fear of failure. Like every day that I don't do something, I feel myself getting weaker and I feel my mental health struggling. And it's like this, this fear the fear of failure, I suppose, or the, the, the lack of success moving forward. I mean, it could be anything. It's, it's any component that pushes you to do something. I mean, well, it's, it's like, I go in the gym some
1: days and, and, and way too often for my liking, way too often. I'm like, why are you working out today? Well, I don't want to get fat. Well, don't work out and then go eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's and Taco Bell. Like those, you would be better off doing something else other than working out today and coming in and having a well-balanced meal you know getting ready for bed at a decent time and, and creating habit you know we talk about sleep and i hope that one at some point we're going to talk about sleep as a yes. as a topic on here because it's just it's ever evolving we're learning so much about sleep but how do you get better sleep you do habit sleep is the goal 8 hours sleep what yeah. are you doing before bed get the fuck off your phone turn the tv off you know the eating thing is the whole you know nutrition i'd love to talk about that too one day but like set yourself up to get in a habit to set yourself down so that when you do wake up the next morning, you're not groggy, you're not fighting with anything. You feel better. That's the whole purpose of like this, you know, holistic culture that I think is immersing a little bit more. It's becoming louder. Um, it's not necessarily that it's right or wrong. It's more of like, how are you getting the most out of yourself? If you get the most out of yourself eating Taco Bell every night then go do that. God but bless you. science would suggest that that's not exactly how that works. So like, you know, I I almost unfollowed Jocko Wilnick on Instagram because he he fucking irritates me when he's got his watch as a picture yeah, and it's like it's 4:20 four th- in the morning exactly. and he's like get after it and I'm like fuck you Jocko. you know like it's it's 10:30 I'm still in bed you know you, your days already like gone but like how did he do that my guess is every once in a while he probably doesn't sleep well or he's got a long day where you know he's got 3 or 4 hours of sleep but the habit has continued to build up he's like you know what it's, it's not motivation that's going to carry me through. Yes, I'm going to be tired. Yes, I'm going to probably be sore, all these things. I haven't recovered properly. But that's temporary. You know, Because now if I don't do this today, now my mind's going to be wandering. And when I go to lay down tonight at bed, am I going to be happy with the effort that I put in today? And these are, you know, this I'm gonna have to re-listen to this episode because I need I need to talk to myself like this. Mm. My framework of of mindset is totally ass backwards. It's the exact situation of why are you working out today? Well, it's so you don't get fatter, or so you can get leaner, you can get stronger. Well, then what are you gonna fuel your body with for another, you know, the other uh, biggest portion of the day? You're eating ice cream. You're looking at apple pies. You want pizza. Well, how's your sleep? What are you doing before bed? Oh, I'm watching Netflix. You know, I, I might smoke. I might, I might do all these things. Was that beneficial? Are these really going you know, to be the stepping stones to getting you to your goal? Because when you wake up tomorrow and you feel this discontent of like, uh, I don't want to do it, Why? Yeah, every once in a while it happens. It just happens, man. You get worn out and sometimes your body is true. But you have to start understanding the difference between what is your body telling you and what is your mind just telling Mm -hmm. you to stay comfortable doing.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I've got to change some habits. I have to rewire my brain to say working out is exciting. I'm doing this because I'm competitive. I'm doing it because I want to be healthy. I want to be stronger. I want to be leaner. I want to live a long life. I'm challenging myself in a whole bunch of different ways, different variables. But don't fuck that up by coming in the kitchen and ordering pizza and eating the whole damn thing. Not every night, not most nights. Like, understand that the process—it's—it's it's a mindset change. Motivation can be real, but the components of it are the realest part. How do you walk, crawl, or crawl, walk, run? How do you take—you know, build the the basement walls, and then continue to build up to make the sturdiest situation? It's—it's it's really a—I mean, shocking. Our whole podcast is this, but like, how do you maneuver your way around? these fears um the motivation to do or not do something it's that tiny progress every single day it's taking that discipline because it's it's doing the difficult things and usually those difficult things aren't necessarily as necessarily as hard as we think they are but it's just a little bit harder than uh you know just the guitar is not close it's just easier yeah. to sit here uh it's cold eh, it's just easier to lay under bed but like what response do you get when you do get out of bed when it's cold? What response do you get when you don't get out of bed when it's cold? Big difference when your body needs that extra rest versus I just comfortable. It, right? Like so yeah. it's it's really marrying that idea of I don't want to be comfortable anymore because on the other side of discomfort is a fucking blossoming me. And I don't know what component of me is blossoming, but something is definitely gonna be blossoming. Confidence, pride success, I might find out something I don't like. I might find out that I'm really good at something else. I might meet some new people. I might find a million dollar idea. It's endless. Mm-hmm. So like marrying discomfort is huge. Yes. And how do you get to that point? You don't marry climbing Mount Everest tomorrow. You marry, okay, my first goal is to wake up at six o'clock and as soon as I wake up I'm going in to brush my teeth. Or as soon as I wake up by 601 I'm gonna have a book in my hand and I'm gonna be reading. What are, yeah. what are your options? These are just things that we have to execute, and, and they're important to do. And, and I'm sitting here talking, and every word I'm saying, I'm like, dude, you need to really re-listen to this episode because these are all things that you struggle with. And I think that's now becoming an overwhelming theme It's the things, the topics we're talking about, at least in those moments, that the weeks that we do them, I think either one or both of us in a weird way is struggling with said thing. Oh, yeah. You know, like it's, it, we're speaking about something that's on the forefront of our mind. And now we're taking action to, yeah, we want to reach all these people. We want to change the world. We want to influence the world positively. We want to give people a safe place to come and listen and realize that, like, you can change your life. But really, what are we doing? Selfishly, I'm encouraging. It's, I'm motivating yeah. myself to be a better human being.
0: This is for me. As much as it is for you, as, as much as it is for whoever's listening, I, I get motivated by these. I think about these concepts. And like you said, I do the same. I struggle. I do. But it's, I will have to listen to this again because it really is just the fundamentals. It's the, you know what, just a little bit of that is better than nothing. And it's dumb not, everything down. Every like we're yeah. just
1: you're such a complicated species. And then we go ahead and make it more complicated with technology, with medicine, social media, all these things. But like what is keep it simple, stupid, but the KISS method. Yeah. That is tried and true method of approaching life. You know, like we talk about programming and working out. You talk about eating food that's nutritious. Why are you reinventing the wheel? Yeah, you jump, you squat, you press, you, you do these things. There's very primal things that you can do. Same thing with mindset. Really take yourself out of it. Motivation. Cool. What's motivating you to want to do something? Okay, now what are the components of said motivation to reach said goal? Okay, now you have to start executing on a really dumbfounded level. What is the simplest form of this? Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to do the second simplest form until I do the first simplest form. And like, I feel like I'm guilty of this. I just am like, yeah, I know how to do it. I'm just going to ignore executing it. No. Even if you know how to do the simplest form, you must execute it. Starts and stops in hockey for me. Uh, I'm sure sprinting mechanics in football or track athletes, stuff like that. The second that you just overlook that in your warm-up, you have these things that are built in to develop your habit, to develop your confidence in yourself and your ability to overcome something, develop your courage to just walk into fear. What is the simplest form? For me, it was hiking. Find the easiest mountain that you can hike. Just Google it. Google you know, something close to me. It's not far. Google something that's got easy parking for your first solo hike and go execute. I don't need to climb a 14er for my first mountain alone. I need to find a small one. I need to find the parking lot. I need to wake up early, and I just need to walk. And then once that's done, reflect. Can I do something a little more difficult? Should I go back to that and try and learn something more from it? Is there more to learn from it? Same thing with a squat. It's like mm-hmm. creating linear prioritization. Okay. Well, when you've gone too heavy, you know you're you're three months into a linear periodization of squatting. You're at three hundred pounds, but you failed on the fifth rep. You reset a few weeks back, maybe a month back. What did you do? You dumbed it down so that you can milk more experience out of that experience, or more knowledge out of that experience, and then you've continually crawled up. Everything in the world is exactly the same. You're like, how do you how do you simplify everything? Because everything is in a simplified answer. Yes, it's. It's it's so simple. It's hard. Yes, I mean so it's, we're such a convoluted and distracted, cute, like species by everything around us. And you're like, press pause and execute what you want to execute.
0: What do they say? It's it's halt when things aren't going quite the way you want. You you assess. your halt. Are you hungry? Are you angry? Are you lonely? Are you tired? Address right. those. Move forward. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> right. Yeah. All
1: right. It's yeah. it's uh it's not too hard. I think that this this topic will probably come up again. Yes. Um, I know I know we're up against it right now, so we'll kind of wrap this up here. But yeah. Um. You know. Again, guys. It, motivation. I know that something that's on my my uh my short list here is the five second rule by by Mel Robbins. I for me, I just want to understand it. The concept makes perfect sense. Um. I've, the little bit of reading I've done seems great. Um. But I want to understand it better. So I'm sure we'll come back to that at some
0: point when I read that. Yeah. Well we're losing you here just for a moment at the end of the podcast. But uh... but uh, the reality is that that
1: stepping stones are everything. How do you simplify things to be able to execute them, find what works for you, but also understand that motivation is not sustainable. It's not going to be a three-year thing. Mm-hmm. So pick your goal, develop it, get yourself activated, moving, take action right away. Um, face those fears, gain confidence. Um, and don't be fearful of adding us, uh, uh, the life is done Facebook group. Yes. Um, up on Instagram at life is done, uh, find us on iTunes or whatever um, platform you use, like us, share us, rate us, um, subscribe to us. That would be uh, best specifically in iTunes. Um, and, uh, again, we appreciate you guys listening and giving us your feedback. It's been awesome. And, uh, Nate, I will probably be seeing you in like 36
0: hours. Sweet, dude. Please drive safe, um, yes. and we okay, will. The race will be special. Excellent, and I'm I'm looking forward to um, doing this face to face again. Heck yeah, man! So, all right, brother. Appreciate your love. You drive safe, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, everybody. See thanks you, for tuning in. We'll talk to you. Oh. Bye.